And we'll be talking about thanksgiving that God accepts. Thanksgiving that God accepts. When you go into the scripture, you see multiple verses of scripture that encourages or teaches us on how we should give thanks to the Lord. In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19, it says, From them will come songs of thanksgiving and the sound of rejoicing. I will add to their numbers, and they will not be decreased. I will bring them honor, and they will not be disdained. This is a verse that shows the power of thanksgiving. It says the group of persons that have a voice and a sound of rejoicing, a group of persons that know how to give thanks with a sound of rejoicing, it says their numbers will not be few, and they will increase. A growing church is a thanksgiving church, a church that will increase, a church that will multiply, is a thanksgiving church. Gratitude is a trigger to multiplication. Anytime in scriptures where thanksgiving has been offered, for example, in the case where Jesus Christ fed the 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes, the first thing he did was he gave thanks. And guess what? The bread multiplied. Anytime thanksgiving is offered, it triggers the supernatural. In Psalms 100 verse 4, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and in his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So thanksgiving is the access code into the presence of the Lord. Thanksgiving is the access code into the presence of the Lord. The way to usher yourself into the presence of the Lord is through thanksgiving. Thanksgiving ushers us into the presence of the Lord. He says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Today I was somewhere at a storage trying to look for a storage facility to rent. And then the lady said, uh, once you pay your fee, a code will be sent to you. And with that code, you can enter the facility any time of the day, whether at night or whatever time you want. You can enter using that code that will be sent to you. A man or a woman who has cultivated a habit of thanksgiving can have access to God's presence any day, any time. Because thanksgiving is a code that gives you access to the presence of the Lord. There are multiple factors that constitute a thanksgiving that God will accept. There are multi, multiple factors that constitute a thanksgiving that God will accept. But today, for the sake of time and for these Bible studies, I'll give you five. The first factor that constitutes a thanksgiving that God will accept is a grateful heart. A grateful heart. The state of your heart is far more important than the state of your thanksgiving. In other words, the state of your heart is far more important than what you bring to God as thanksgiving. If you give $1 million as thanksgiving, if your heart does not have a million dollar gratitude, that thanksgiving will not be accepted because the state of your heart is far more important to God than the quantity or the amount of your thanksgiving. It is important 
to have a grateful heart because there is a possibility that you may be participating in the thanksgiving because it is organized by the church. Or you may be participating in the, in the thanksgiving because your spouse or your, or your wife or your husband has said, let's do it. And in order not to get her or him offended, you are just participating in order to appease the gods. In Psalm 28, verse 7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I help. My heart exalts. With my heart exalts and my song, and with my song, I give thanks to him. So you see, the exaltation comes first from the heart. Then the expression is seen by what you give. So thanksgiving must flow from the heart. If you are ever participating in thanksgiving, no matter the amount you give, if it does not flow from your heart, don't waste your time because God will not accept it. God will not accept it. This topic is serious because if I walk to someone on his thanksgiving day and say, and say to them, the Lord did not accept your thanksgiving, they will probably be offended. I may say, who is this pastor to tell me that the Lord didn't accept my thanksgiving? It is because there are biblical requirements for a thanksgiving that God accepts. If your heart is not in the thanksgiving, if your heart is not, if you don't have a grateful heart, whatever you bring to the Lord, the Lord will not accept it. So hear me today and hear well. Any thanksgiving that does not flow from your heart is not acceptable to God. Any thanksgiving that does not flow from your heart is not acceptable to God. The second factor that constitutes a thanksgiving that God will accept is all of your heart. All of your heart. In Psalm 9, verse 1, it says, with, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wondrous deeds. I will give thanks with all my heart. As, import, as important as, as it is to have a grateful heart during Thanksgiving, Having all your heart engaged in thanksgiving is crucial to determining whether God will accept that thanksgiving. Having all your heart engaged, involved in thanksgiving is crucial because that, will, that is what will determine if God will accept that thanksgiving. So there are people who come to church for thanksgiving with a grateful heart. But at the same time, focus on other things. For example, like the reception, the guests they've invited, their dressing, their food, and many other things. So though our hearts may be filled with gratitude to God, some of us become distracted by these things I just mentioned, by food, by drinks, by guests. For example, a family has designated a Sunday and said they want to use this Sunday to give thanks to God for something that God has done for them. But on that Sunday of their Thanksgiving, the family is one hour late to church. Why? Because they spend time in the morning cooking for their guests. The lady had to go to the, the hair salon to do her hair. And then the kids had to wear a special dress. So you see, even though their hearts are filled with gratitude for what the Lord has done, they are distracted. Their hearts are not all engaged and involved in the Thanksgiving. 
That day is supposed to be about the thanksgiving. That day is supposed to be about giving thanks to God, not doing hair, not cooking, not organizing reception and trying to entertain people. The day is called a day of thanksgiving, meaning the priority of that day should be giving God thanks, not being busy with other things. So though this family is grateful, their hearts filled with gratitude, their hearts at the same time is not fully involved in the thanksgiving. It's like a polygamous man who has five wives. He cannot love any of the wives fully because he has to divide the love between five of them. So when our hearts are not fully engaged and involved in the thanksgiving, we become divided. Like I said, you are in church, but you are worried about your guests. You're worried about the reception. You're worried about the food. You're worried about too many things. So before the Thanksgiving, on the eve of the Thanksgiving, you are so stressed about what you're going to wear, the kind of hair you're going to make, the pedicure, the manicure, and how the cake will look. Meanwhile, the day is supposed to be a day for the family to come and give thanks to the Lord. But then the other activities surrounding the Thanksgiving becomes far more important than the Thanksgiving itself. The Thanksgiving is not given with all your heart. And that kind of Thanksgiving, God will not accept it. Number three factor that constitutes a Thanksgiving that God will accept is sacrifice or sacrificial. It must be sacrificial. In Psalms 50, verse 14, it says, Sacrifice thanks offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High. If you have a grateful heart, and your heart is all involved in the thanksgiving, you will likely or surely give thanks sacrificially. The measure of your gratitude should be proportional to whatever you offer to God as your thanksgiving. You can't have a million dollar gratitude in your heart and then your expression is a hundred dollar because the state of your heart, the, grat- the level of the gratitude in your heart should be expressed by what you give to the law. If you are so grateful, you will also give a lot. If you are so grateful for what the Lord has done, you will also give him a lot because the measure of your gratitude should determine the measure of your thanksgiving offering. And when we say thanksgiving offering, it's not just about money. It could be praises. It could be whatever you decide to do for the Lord as a symbol of your thanksgiving. Somebody can declare a day of fast, not to pray to God to give them anything, but just to take that day to thank the Lord, like we did on the last day of our fast. The whole day was a day of thanksgiving. It's a, thank, it's a sacrificial thanksgiving. We take a day to fast just to thank the Lord. Part of the reasons why we don't give sacrificially during thanksgiving is our hearts are not grateful, and, and our hearts are not fully engaged in the thanksgiving. This happens to us even sometimes as a church. And as a pastor, I realized that, for example, during our first Thanksgiving of the year, we have the culture to have a reception where we eat as a church. And sometimes when the budget for the cooking, for all the food we're going to consume on that day is presented, for example, it's like $1,500 for all the food we're going to cook. Then by the time we have given our thanksgiving as a church, 
and I look at the whole amount put together that we've given to God as a church is $2,000. So we spend 1500 to cook and eat for ourselves. Then we give $2,000. So technically the whole church gave $500. That is not the kind of thanksgiving that God will accept. So this happens in, in multiple times when people even offer thanksgiving to the Lord. Another typical example is, you know, what we spend entertaining people during our Thanksgiving uh, services. For example, a family is thanking God for a breakthrough, for the fruit of their home, for a deliverance from a terrible accident, for recovery from sickness, for whatever. And then they organize a big Thanksgiving service and invite their friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors into church. And then the family comes and they express how grateful they are. Sometimes the whole the 30 minutes of the church service is dedicated to this family so that they can express their gratitude. The mic is passed from one person to another saying, oh, we thank God, we thank God. At the end of the day, they put $200 in an envelope and drop in the offering basket for Thanksgiving. This is a Thanksgiving that came from the whole family put together. But then they, they've hired a DJ. For $500. The cooking is $2,000. They have canopies they've rented. They have special uh, MCs. I mean, everything put together that they have to entertain their guests is like $5,000. That is not Thanksgiving that God will accept. What you did is that you just call your friends to come to church and help you have a good time. It wasn't Thanksgiving. Because if we are giving thanks to God, the giving should be given to God. The priority should be given to God to appreciate Him, not to entertain our friends as, in as much as that is, that is important. The lump sum of what we spend on that day should be what we give to God in appreciation, not what we spend on ourselves. So if you ever do a thanksgiving and what you spend entertaining your friends, your colleagues, and what you spend on your dressing or your food is more than what you give to God, just know you, you wasted your time because that was not Thanksgiving. You bought a suit, maybe as a man, on that day, you go to a designer house, you buy a suit for $600. Your wife buys a nice, you know, lace front hair, as we, we do it these days, for $300. That is like 900 Then you dress your kids. By the time you put everything together, it's like 1500 Then you guys come dance to the front of the church, and you give $200 in an envelope to God. That was not thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has to be sacrificial. If your heart is filled with gratitude, your hand will be filled with the measure of that gratitude. If your heart is filled with gratitude, your hand will be filled with the measure of that gratitude. Some people even go as far as in organizing a special, sophisticated reception for a thanksgiving without inviting church members. The pastor is not there. No member of the church is there. Then in that reception, there's no gospel music. There is dancing, and people are doing all types of stuff because it wasn't about God. That was not thanksgiving. Thanksgiving must be sacrificial. If your heart is totally engaged in the thanksgiving, your pocket will be significantly involved in that thanksgiving. 
Now, this doesn't only apply to thanksgiving as we thank God. It also applies to thanksgiving as we thank the people that God has used to bless us. It could be a friend, it could be a relative, it could be a man of God, it could be whoever. Don't keep telling people only God will bless you. Only God will bless you. God, you can be the channel through which God uses to bless that person. To have the means to bless somebody, and then you tell them only God will bless you is wickedness. To have the means to reward somebody, to appreciate somebody, and then you keep saying only God will bless you is wickedness. Because sometimes we truly have the means to appreciate people, but in our craftiness and stinginess, we say only God knows how to reward you. We have to learn how to sacrificially appreciate people. Now, when I grew up, when I grew up, I saw that when people were grateful to someone who did something for them, for example, like in a village, if someone did something for you that you were grateful, they buy something like a goat. For a family that is not what to do, they get a chicken and they pay that person a visit and say, hey, we came to thank you for what you, have, what you did or whatever you did. And that is how they show appreciation. I saw a video online about this comedian who was a local-based comedian, not known by anybody, but he was really, really talented. Then another senior comedian saw him and decided to give him five minutes on his platform. And this comedian came in, performed, and people just love him. From there, he went viral. Because of the platform, that this senior comedian gave him, he became known. So what did he do? He bought a cow, hired a vehicle, and drove that vehicle with that cow to the house of this senior comedian to say thank you. This is how we appreciate people. When someone has done something good for you, you thank them sacrificially. If someone did something sacrificial for you, thank them sacrificially. Don't keep saying, God, only God will bless you. Sometimes it's a way of being crafty and stingy that we, we tell people only God will bless you. We have to learn how to thank people. I hope you know that a lady in the scriptures who brought an alabaster box of perfume that was worth one year's wages and broke it on the head of Jesus was appreciating Jesus for what Jesus did for, for her. It was an act of appreciation. It was thanksgiving. She was overwhelmed by what Jesus did. And she said, what can I do for this man? And she took a perfume that was worth one year's wages and broke it on Jesus. The Bible said the disciples got angry and said, this money could have been, this perfume could have been sold and the money used to help the poor. And Jesus knew their thoughts because they were not concerned about the poor. They wanted that money for themselves. They say, the poor you have with you always, but me you don't have. So we have to learn how to appreciate people. We have to learn how to appreciate people. Number four factor that constitutes a thanksgiving that God, God will accept is joy. You have to thank God with joy. In First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. He begins by saying, whether it's prayer or thanksgiving, rejoice always. 
a joyless thanksgiving is unacceptable to God because it seems as if God is exploiting you or compelling you to thank Him. Thanksgiving is governed by the law of reciprocity. Thanksgiving is governed by the law of reciprocity, meaning that we thank God to reciprocate what He has done for us. We thank God to reciprocate what he has done for us. It is because of what he has done for us that we come to thank him. So when you come to thank the Lord without joy, it is as if you've been forced. You are compelled to thank him. Whenever someone around us is joyful, we know because joy is not an emotion that you can keep secret. You cannot be bringing thanksgiving to God with a countenance that looks like someone in a funeral service. The level of our gratitude must be manifested by the level of our joy. If our hearts are filled with joy, it will show on our face. If our hearts are filled with joy, it will show on our face. I want you to imagine someone who came to thank you, but then they had a face that had a sad expression. Will you really believe that they came to thank you? They're saying, well, I came to thank you for what you did for me the other day. I came to thank you for the support you gave me during my uh, grandfather's burial or whatever they came to thank you for. But then their face has no joy. Their face is, is, is dark. You believe that this person was surely forced to come and thank you. It wasn't from their heart. Because thanksgiving that proceeds from the heart is filled with joy. It's expressed by joy. So we have to learn how to have a joyful heart, cultivate a joyful heart when we are thanking the Lord. And sometimes somebody may not even have something to give you, but just the joy that they demonstrate before you is enough to say thank you. It's enough to say thank you. Like sometimes you see, like when we watch the general movies, and then sometimes a son will do something for the mother. The mother goes out and starts dancing, dancing. She may not have anything to give her son. She may not even know how to say, but the joy she demonstrates is enough to tell you, my son, I'm grateful. There are people that come to church during Thanksgiving, they will not dance. They will not sing. They will not smile. They are like somebody forced them at gunpoint to come to this church service to give Thanksgiving. We have to learn how to give thanks to God from a joyful heart with an expression of joy. If there is one day you, can, you have to sing, you have to dance. You have to lift up your voice and praise the Lord. It's on the day of thanksgiving to tell God, I am grateful. Even other days I do not dance. Let it be the day to show you that I'm grateful. Because thanksgiving must be accompanied with joy. You know, thanksgiving without joy is like food without salt. No matter the quantity, something is missing. Thanksgiving without joy is like food without salt. Something is missing. It is the joy that brings the seasoning in the thanksgiving. It is the joy that brings the flavor in the thanksgiving. When we thank him with joy, it, it makes the occasion and the celebration delightful to God. We have to learn to come before God with a joyful heart, with a joyful manifestation, 
as we bring our thanksgiving to the Lord. Even when we are coming to thank people, thanking friends, our parents, or those God has used to bless us, we must demonstrate joy as we do it. Let it not be as if someone, someone is compelling us to do what we are doing. And number five factor that characterize or constitute a thanksgiving that God will accept is thanksgiving without delay. In Luke chapter 17, verse 15 and 16, Bible said, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, 16, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks, giving Jesus thanks, and he was a Samaritan. You know the story of the ten lepers that Jesus Christ healed? When they were going to show themselves to the priest as Jesus instructed, one realized he was healed. And guess what? He came back immediately to say, Lord, thank you. Immediately. While others went into town to go celebrate, maybe to go meet their friends that they could not see for all these years, maybe probably planning that, oh, we'll see Jesus later, maybe in the synagogue on Saturday, we'll tell him thank you. But this one came back immediately to give thanks. Whenever our hearts recognize or we recognize what God has done, we should immediately respond in thanksgiving. We should immediately respond in thanksgiving. When someone has done something good for you, when do you expect them to say thank you? When you give someone something, when do you expect them to say thank you? Do you expect them to go home and send you a text message. No, we expect to see an immediate reaction to say thank you. If you give someone money, for example, let's say someone was in need, and then you give them money, and they did not, and they did not say thank you, even if they told you thank you after, it's not the same. You may probably think, oh, so now he remembers to say thank you after going away without saying thank you. Because we understand that thanksgiving should be spontaneous. It should be immediate. Even sometimes when we give something to our children, like for example, I'll give something to my son, and then I'm looking at him. He's quite saying, what do you say? He says, thank you. Or sometimes when someone has given something to him, and I'm watching to see what he's going to do. If he doesn't say thank you, I'll say, what do you say? What do you have to say? He'll say, thank you. Because we expect thanksgiving to be immediate. Now, I've realized that people who always want to plan a thanksgiving, and say, well, we'll plan it. They never get to the point of doing it. And sometimes, even if they do it, it is not the same. Because that joy that was in their heart at the time the thing happened has reduced. The gratitude has reduced. So then it also affects how they do the thanksgiving. So we must learn how to thank God or thank people immediately. If you are really grateful, you will react immediately to the Lord in thanksgiving. You will react immediately. Don't delay to thank people. Don't delay to thank people because sometimes maybe too late. There are people who have programmed to go thank somebody who did something good for them. By the time they got there, the person is there. The person is no longer alive. The person is no longer available because of delay. Some of us may have parents that are still alive and you're planning that, oh, I want to do something for my parents, to thank them. They, you keep delaying. And then maybe finally when you are ready to do it, they are gone. They go spend the money in their funeral when they have no way of recognizing what you've done. 
all the expensive coffins, the dressing and the food to buy for people to eat during the funeral, they can't recognize what you've done. You must learn to thank people when you have the time to thank them. Do not delay. Once you recognize that someone has been good to you, thank them immediately. Do not waste time, especially if you have the means to do so. Do not waste time. Thank them immediately. If God has done something for you on Friday, thank him on that Sunday. Don't say, I'm going to wait, you know, in three weeks when my husband is present and my grandmother is present and I thank God. It's no longer about God. It's about you and your family. We have to learn to spontaneously thank the Lord. If you are driving, you miss an accident and there is a way you can get even on the phone or get on the conference line, get on the church group, and send a message to say, thank God. Thank God for these days. We don't have to have a special offering basket in church for anyone to give. You can go online and give your thanksgiving offering without any, any organization. We have to learn to respond to God when he has done something for us immediately because delay gratitude equals no gratitude. Delay gratitude equals no gratitude. When we delay to thank God, is the same as we didn't thank God. Just like delay obedience equals disobedience. Partial disobedience is disobedience. We have to learn how to show God our gratitude when it is necessary, at a time it is needed. Don't keep God waiting. Remember when Jesus Christ healed these ten lepers in the Bible and the one leper who came back, Jesus Christ said, where are the other nine? Were there not nine, ten that were cleansed? And only one has returned to show, give thanks, except this Samaritan. Except this Samaritan. Sometimes, especially we as church people, we become so familiar with the dealings of God that thanksgiving becomes something that is not part of our, our culture. We just say, oh, thank you, Lord. What God has done for me is wonderful, and that is it. We don't really take time to really show that appreciation in a way that gives God glory. And I can tell you the truth. Many of the thanksgivings that we offer to God, he doesn't accept it. He does not. So we waste our time, we waste our resources because it's not coming from a place where God will accept it. So brothers and sisters, in conclusion, like I've said today, there are five factors that constitute a thanksgiving that God will accept. Number one, we say the thanksgiving must come from a grateful heart. If your heart is not grateful, that thanksgiving is a waste of time. It must come from a grateful heart. Number two, it must be with all your heart. You can't be partially, your heart cannot be partially engaged or involved in the thanksgiving. Your whole heart God wants all your heart, not some of your heart, not part of your heart. He said, you shall love the Lord that God with all your heart. All, not some, all. And number three, your thanksgiving must be sacrificial. You can't give God leftovers and call it thanksgiving. You can't give God change and call it thanksgiving. Your thanksgiving must be sacrificial. Number four, your thanksgiving must be with joy. You must come before God with joy as you offer your thanksgiving. And number five, your thanksgiving must be without delay. When you have the opportunity to thank God, don't delay. Thank Him so that God can accept your thanksgiving. 
Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for the knowledge you're giving to us, even about thanksgiving. Help us, Lord, to give you thanks that is acceptable to you. Take all the glory. Take all the honor. In the matchless name of Jesus.